Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. Episode 142. I knew Hang that. On. Hang on. Yep, go ahead. Sip your coffee from your Captain that America. That was the grossest. Uh, yep. Wow. Wow, you, you got to brush up. That's Captain Marvel, buddy. It's, ca- eh, it's all the same. They're all the Whoa. same. They're all the same, Ty. <laughs> anyway, it's a, 142. It's we're yeah, going to cut that conversation right off the bat because that's uh It's that's just a fact. Little, it's just, just too much. Listen, they're all the okay. same. Uh, big shout out to our patrons. Thanks for supporting the podcast and for uh, listening to After Dark. If you're curious what Patreon is, it gets you access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast where we just continue talking. And, you know, things come up. Things don't come up. You just never know what you'll get. It's if you always know a what surprise. I mean. We don't even know what you'll get because we don't plan for that one at all. It's never scripted. Well, none of them are and really scripted, but and we always aim for this one to be better, even though that's the the paid content. We always aim for this one to be better, but a lot of the times it's the other one. It's the oh natural, you know what <laughs> Where I mean? We're like, wait, I didn't talk about this. <laughs> it, it always happens. It always happens. And I guess it's not something you want to say, but sometimes you don't have the guts to say something <laughs> when everybody's listening. That's true. When there's less people listening, then we say way worse things. But uh, yeah, thanks for supporting the podcast. You yeah. guys are awesome. You also get a card in it sticker so <laughs> motivation win 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 all around <laughs> uh just, what do we got ty yeah just you're yeah. wearing a pretty amazing shirt i am i bought some swag as the kids call it from mercedes i did i wow. went and i bought a hat i saw a, a purple hat hamilton was wearing a purple hat just in one of his interviews i was like i like that hat and so i'm like <laughs> i wonder if you can buy that hat so i went and looked it up and then I was showing Christina and I was like, look, the, look at this shirt. Look at this. Look at this sweatshirt. Like it's all, these things look so cool. So I bought some, uh, FYI, those hats, when Hamilton is wearing the hat, sometimes I forget that he's a miniature person and he is small. He has a small head. I don't. So I like hats that come down below the ear. You know what that means? Like it's still behind my ear, but it comes yep. down. Uh, these don't, they come about like really? an inch up from there just because it can't slide down my head. Hang on. I can't uh, hear you. I'm checking my hat. Yeah. Yours is low. Yours is like the style. You're like, I like the forever really exiled. And that we'll actually talk about forever exiled swag too. What an unintentional sweet segue. Um, yeah. And no, my ear goes yeah, yours, to yours the exalted orb hat you got me. Yeah. Uh, it goes right to the bottom there. Yeah, yeah, this doesn't. So I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I still wear it because my wife said it still looks good. So I'm like, we'll see. I was trying Whenever. to Googling like, can you stretch a hat down? Like, I know you can stretch hats. <laughs> yeah, that's words, right. But uh, yeah, yeah, no. So I bought some Mercedes stuff. And then I told Josh that as soon as the Red Bull stuff goes on clearance, because that's what it's worth, I will buy it and burn it so that I can <laughs> send it to him. That's right. And video it. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's got um, like multi. It's got like a. Uh, yeah. Cascades in its color, and then it also has. I'll show you the back. Oh, you went number specific. It's forty-four on the okay. back. Okay, all right, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so, 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 um, you're a big Mercedes Hamilton fan. Uh, I, you know what? I just thought the stuff looked good. I'm not like some weird obsessed person. Uh, the forty-four looked cool because it cascaded in the color. Yeah, and I didn't want the stuff that had all the like crazy extra stuff on it that some of their their stuff has i wasn't gonna wear like one of their official shirts or anything but the 44 just looked cool in the color on the back so hmm. so no yeah. no williams swag no, no. <laughs> the other Forever. one i would probably get is maybe uh maybe mclaren like i like the orange oh yeah yeah yeah. i do like ferrari and i love the red of their car but i don't think i would wear it it's mm. just too red and typical everybody loves ferrari That's everyone true. loves marine land yeah um anyway I, I would probably go with Williams or Toro Rosso. No, what's Toro Rosso called now? Uh, is that uh, Alpha Tauri? Alpha Tauri. Yeah, I've always, I don't know why, I've always loved the competitiveness of Alpha Tauri. They don't really have Gasly's like a color to them. It's like white and black. White and blue? You're colorblind. Eh, it's kind of a blue. Eh, what do you mean kind of a blue? It's kind of a blue. Kind of a blue. What, are you kind of white? It's just kind of blue. It's kind of <laughs> blue. <laughs> Well, I congrats on your swag. It probably cost you an arm and a leg, considering what. Yeah, F1 it's like stuff. buying food from an airport. 
or you know, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Good comparison. Where they're like, do you know what t-shirts cost everywhere else? Uh, yeah, it was a little bit like that when I was looking at their stuff. <laughs> and I said to Christine, I'm like, isn't it? Uh, Is that another he does side joke about thing? the airport one, yeah. But yeah. I was like saying to her, I'm like, um, if you get if you spend over 170, shipping's free. And she's she's in the bathroom. She's like, well, you have to. And then I was like, <laughs> and, and I said, you said it. And she's like, I didn't mean that. <laughs> so it was good. So 171, uh, roughly, give or take. <laughs> give or take another 171. Well, congrats, just F1 swag's pretty sweet. Now we'll have some awkward silence while Justin puts up the sound blanket he forgot to put up. Forgot. I was like, why do I see the door? That's weird. <laughs> anyway. Uh, happy Canada Day, Justin. little early for us, Coming the up, 24th yeah. on record day, but before the next episode we'll comes out, it'll be, oh, it'll right. be long gone. So mm-hmm. bon, bon fête, Canada. If you're listening to this way late in the week, happy Canada Day. It's going to be smoking to the- hot. To the world. Yeah. To what world. crazy weather we're having, hey? I mm-hmm. mean, it's the coolest July we've ever had. It's been the sun. Well, we've July, been in the just teens. The, what, July, June, June. Sorry, June. June. Yeah, we've had the coolest June in forever. So it starts with the J, all right? It's it, all they the all same. get mixed up. There's three of them that start with J. There's 12 months and they picked three J's. Come on. There's a lot more letters than that. Could have had like January. But J is the best. Go ahead. Yeah, there isn't a T, is there? Tanuary? No. July? Tune? Just don't like the teas. No, I guess not. But anyway, you it's got, like, been the really days of the cool. week. Yeah, I, I, I do rock that one. You betcha. Oh, there you go. It, cool, Ju- cool June, right? L- lot, lot of rain for us in June anyway. But then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, so we're going from like 16 to 19 degrees in the afternoon. All of a sudden this like weekend, 34. it's like... 34! <laughs> yeah, it doubles. Yeah, that's right. Only for three days, and then it goes back to being rainy all next week. So mm-hmm. I'm excited, man. That's, it's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, fun. Uh, big reminder, people. Our private league starts... Our private league actually starts on July 1st. So it will start on the Friday of this upcoming week. Mm-hmm. If you're not in it, you can uh, check it out on our Discord. There's prizes to be won, uh, legendary statuses to be achieved. This is the first league I'm going to actually remove everybody from legend status because I haven't done it in the past. And that was the idea that after the league or after the at the start of the next league, you would lose that legend status on Discord. So this league, it's happening. That's right. You will Suck be at previously it. successful people. Yep. So uh, it's yeah, a you can thing win of the legend past. status. Plus there's, there's goodies you know, money stuff, except that it's in points for GGG, but yeah, it's going to be fun. So if you're curious or you're interested in playing hardcore, solo, self-bound, uber competitive, just kidding. It's not at all, uh, at least for us. Uh, yeah, check it out on Discord. It's going to be fun. It starts July 1st at 10 a.m. PST, goes for 10 days. And Justin and I, because it's Canada Day, will be speaking and typing in French all day. Mm-hmm. What's it? Was it je ne sais pas? That, hey, you got something. Yeah. Good for you. Long as you know that, that means Tyler is beautiful. No, does not. Mm-hmm, pretty sure it does. Just sweet Justin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's All gonna right. be it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to this privately. It's gonna be a good time. How was your week, Ty? Oh, it's freaking exhausting. Oh, I'm yawning already. It's like nine thirty in the morning, and I want a nap already. Uh, it was so exhausting. Annoying. It was exhausting. Yeah, but. Uh, I got to get this lawn under control, man. Like I'm seriously dealing with the lawn, and it's awesome, but. This hydro seed stuff is crazy. I don't it think it's just growing for two years. So good luck. Oh my, it is so like it was growing so long. I couldn't let it get too long. Mm-hmm. And so I had to cut it, but we had a pretty wet June. And so all of a sudden, like I'm, I'm, I'm mulching, but wet. I can't do bags. I cannot lift anything. I was thinking heavy, about that. So I was I talking to my dad bags. about it with you and that. And I was like, I don't think he's picking it up, which is going to make it even harder because now he's mulching, which is just going to make it thick and thick and thick and thick and thick. Like it's going gonna, it's well, gonna to be tough. I don't mind the thick, but I do mind wet debris mm-hmm. and that's not good for it. Right. So now it's like killing the grass in certain yeah. areas. So I have to scoop it up and scoop it up. And it's so much work. Like yesterday. I was mowing just the front lawn. So for those that care about lawns that are listening, I have about 2,000 square feet of lawn. Two-thirds of that is in the back. A third of that is in the front. And the front is separated into two separate lawns because I have the driveway in the middle. And I, it took me three hours to mow the front yards. 
because I had to, I mowed the lawn right, and I'm loving it. Like, like this is one great. line at but, a time. Stop. But I, but I have other things to do. But so I'm kind of enjoying. Like I went through a whole season of not being able to do this, and so I'm 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 going through and I'm mowing the lawn. But then I go back and I'm kicking the grass back up, right? Because it was all matted down from the previous wet lawn set or wet cuts. And then I'm like scooping up all like, you know what that's like, right? The really like wet, thick, disgusting. It's almost like swamp. You pick it Mm -hmm. up, throw it on the street because you're going to sweep it up later. And then you go through and you mow it again. So anyway, I mowed the lawn essentially twice, but I was on my hands and knees. I do like a strip. And then I go back and I take up all the stuff and then I do another strip and then a strip and then a strip. Are you not bagging just because of the lifting? Oh, I I will never be able to bag. Yeah, Mm. never, ever. I have a bag, but yeah. And and considering the length of the stuff, I would do one strip and the bag would be full anyway. Mm-hmm. It would mm-hmm. take me way longer. So, but I I prefer mulching. It's good long. It's better long term. I just I shouldn't have been but doing it. It's sort of when it's that long, it's pretty tough though, because then it's well, really hard to keep it dry and not kill the grass. Right. And so I was I was, but I couldn't let it get too long because that's not good for it either. So I was mm-hmm. cutting it while we had a pretty wet June, which was unfortunate. So anyway, I'm just trying to like I'm keeping up with it, but yeah, but I couldn't even get to the backyard. So I'll be mowing the lawn in 37 degree weather this Saturday. We just got to find like some kid around on, around your street or something that wants 20 bucks to Heck mow no. the lawn. I'm waiting until it's like set. There's certain parts of the backyard where the, um, what's it called? Hydro seed hasn't completely taken in yet. You got to be careful yeah, yeah. around it still. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, no, soon it'd be nice. Pick it. But I, I, I missed it, Justin. I missed it. So. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like these aren't complaints. I guess they sound like complaints, but they're not like, I'm really enjoying it, but it's just a ton of work. So some inside stuff is being sacrificed for my, yeah, it does. It's nice and thick. So they did a great job with it and I'm very thankful, but oh, Justin, yeah, it is, it is sexy. That is the word Mm -hmm. that I would use for this lawn. It is, it is nice. Oh, and uh, great news. Uh, My daughter has COVID. So, (laughs) well, we're sick again. I swear it's been like every episode for like, I don't know, three weeks. Well, yeah, you guys can't buy a break. My son originally had it. And then, of course, like we're trying to quarantine, but we still have life to go. And there's, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. right. And we're in the same house. So it's either we choose to all get it at once. Or we see if we can actually isolate and not have it. So anyway, my son had it. It doesn't work. We tried. Yeah, my so my wife got it about half a week later, and so they kind of got to quarantine together, and so my daughter and I, so I I told you like last week or the week before where it's like we're sitting on opposite ends of the rectangle table, and I'm like Mm -hmm. throwing strawberries in their salad, and yep, you know, well, not really throwing, but you know, not letting them touching the community stuff. Hucking is the word you were looking for. Horking. That's right. Chewing it up, and then anyway, um, but yeah, now my daughter ended up getting it, so. But it was good timing because the kids had... Um, the kids didn't miss any cool stuff that they were doing at the end of the year. So okay, Oliver so got, got COVID, but then he came back and a day or two later there was sports day, mm-hmm. right? And that they're outside all day except for lunch, which was cool. Yep. My daughter was there too. And then just after that was when my daughter started coughing a lot harsher than usual. And so then we test her and she has COVID, but the kids have gotten over COVID very quickly. Oliver, yeah. both times he had it within three or four days he was completely normal i assume mm-hmm. it's going to be the same for violet from her previous experience with it so she's going to get back to school on monday likely she's oh, sleeping good. right now she, yeah she's still sleeping she might interrupt the podcast for some breakfast mm-hmm. but um so she'll come back on monday and then they have their their trip to the beach on uh oh, yeah, the last little that's right. yeah that's on on wednesday so cool yeah good timing you know mm-hmm. if you're gonna get it don't miss anything special so yeah no, but it's good. Oh, but oh, I forgot to say, Justin, because this yeah. is it's lawn stuff. You know how yeah. I was worried about the my the battery for my battery powered lawnmower. Yeah, the battery's fine. Okay, well, that's you know good. how it's like with the with the brushless mowing. It mm-hmm. uh, it was like it was always on full speed because the grass was so long. Well, I, I kind of timed it out and I cut the front grass twice within a day and a half, just so that I could make sure that the battery was fine and I didn't have to go and buy another two hundred stupid dollar battery. Anyway, mm-hmm. it didn't have to kick in the whole brushless thing. It barely did. It was just like a normal grass cutting session. And I didn't have to, the, the, the battery charge is totally fine. So good, good news. And then yes, daughter got COVID. Uh, I'm the last one in the house without any symptoms. So we'll see how long I can hang on for that. But I'll likely get COVID again. And then you get the Batman voice back for six weeks where I lose my voice. 
If you get it, you better get it quick or you're not coming over here for July 1st. I'll test Go myself grab. before I, I, I tested myself before I came over the other. Oh, no, before I went we to went Chris's out. the other day. And yes, and I tested myself before we went out for lunch. That was great, by the way, when we dinner. went out for dinner. Yep. Love White Spot. Mm -hmm. And uh, we pissed ourselves laughing so hard. We, did. we were one of those tables where people were like staring at us because we were laughing and giggling so hard and were crying because it was so funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll test fun. myself before I come over. It's going to be fun. Yeah, how was your week? That was a long time. That was a long session. Sorry about that. But anyway. My week was good. My lawn's looking great. It was just treated yesterday once more for weeds, just to make sure the don't get any weird growths happening through the summer. And it's, I mean, it's growing fast because of this weather. So, but I'm also about to kick into a watering regime for it. So I want it to be green through the summer. So mm. it'll continue to grow. And how's that, how's that going to work? Your watering regime? Well, I have, I found the actual proper device that caused me to not do this last summer, which is my wireless adapter that hooks up to my hose bib and allows me to actually set a schedule for when I want my in-ground sprinklers to come up and water each morning. So it'll probably be twice a week. We'll have to see. It'll hmm. kick in usually around like 4, 4.30 a.m. Run for about 30, 45 minutes. Screw the water restrictions, so, eh? Uh, the water restrictions don't kick in until a certain time. They're in now? So... Uh, but they don't kick in until a certain time in the day. You can actually water before certain a.m. times. Oh, right. Yes. Two days yeah. a week. That's right. Okay. So, uh, and if not, I don't care. My neighbors aren't going to report me because they want green lawns too. So, pff, screw you, water. We have lots. <laughs> right. We have lots. We're yeah. fine. We had an abundance of it this year. We've <laughs> got, we we all fine. just saved it. Yeah, we have that's buckets That's right. It's still. stored up. Uh, yeah, so otherwise my week was good. Work was awesome. Super busy. Played a little bit of POE. Uh, finished Peaky Blinders. Oh, did you? We're, yeah. we're still on season two. So Man, you are slow. You've been on season two for a year. Uh, a bit. Roll yeah, but, your ball. Well, no, it's Let's gonna, go. We're not. So uh, Miss Marvel came out and and uh, Aaron and I like to stay up on Marvel continuity. So Miss Marvel came out and then just last Wednesday, Wednesday's kind of our date night. And then Wednesday. So we watched episode three of Miss Marvel on Wednesday and we were going to watch Peaky Blinders. But then Doctor Strange, that was the first day it came out on Disney Plus. So we watched that. Oh, it's instead. out on Disney Plus, right? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, we finished it. So we finished the sixth season. There's only six episodes. Uh, so we finished that up and we started, we're, we're just trying to figure out what to watch. There's a movie that Ethan has bugged me forever to watch. So Layered Cake? No, no, it's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. I don't know. He wouldn't stop going on about how, how amazing it is. So we'll see. We're going to watch it. it it's kind of like a Doctor Strange-esque type story. I, I didn't, I don't, I don't know anything about it. So I'm going to watch that. And then we start watching The Good Place with uh, Kristen Bell. It's been funny so far, kind of. We'll see if I get into it or not. But yeah, it's been, it's been, uh, the week has been actually really good. We've got kids at school. We're wrapped. Oh my God. We had my girls do dance this last weekend. They had their like dance recital. Also oh, the end of the year. I am a mess when it comes to my girls. Like, like I love all my kids, but they're like, they're just so freaking cute. Like they're little. They're all dressed up in their little outfits. And my, my seven-year-old is very good at ballet. Like she's very, she does all the weird things they do, but she's very she like aware it. of her movements. Oh man, so super cute. So that was a ton of fun to go watch them. Plus it was the first year where we didn't have a small child with us while watching the older kids. Right. So I didn't have to be like, shut up, sit down. <laughs> I just got to like chill and watch it. So. And so were you sobbing the whole time? No, but it does get me a little bit. I was saying to Christina, I was like, I have a, a son who's almost 21 and I'm, I'm good with that. I'm really happy where he is. He's doing great. And I'm watching some of these older girls that, cause it's a whole production that they put on. So I'm watching some of the older girls that are dancing who are probably, I would say 16 or 17. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. Like I, <laughs> I like my girls to be like four and seven. I'm good there. Yep. yep. So anyway, it was, yeah, it, I honestly, it was a really good week. I work has been incredible. So. Yeah, and I played some PoE, which is awesome. What cool. do we got this week in PoE, Ty? Uh, let's see. I, I don't mean to put this first. It was just there. Here, let's let's skip it and do it later. Badger had uh, the BPL eight finished up, and so they had some highlights, which is always oh, fun. Cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I always appreciate that team stuff, and I love how off meta it is and forcefully makes players. Like I just like everything about the Badger League. I think it's really cool. 
And plus, when did you see that video he did for was it this Christmas or last Christmas where there was a league launch around Christmas time and he made that cool singing video of him yep. singing four different parts? Just mm-hmm. love that guy. Badger. Aw. And more, uh, let's see, well-dressed competition highlight stuff. Oh, I love this. I, I mentioned it last time. Uh, I love that they find a way. And I know it's just a nice plug so that you can market the vault pass more without being it pushy or redundant. But mm-hmm. I love that they are marketing the vault pass in a way that it doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't seem pushy because it's another. Um, They're promoting their own. Like that's right. They're, they're, creators. Right. Yeah. So this one says, and sorry for, I'm probably gonna get the name wrong, but Soros Poisonous Concoction Pathfinder is using one of the items in the vault pass again. And I just love that they're finding a neat way to do it. Sure. There's obviously a, a, a good reason for them to do it, but I love the thoughtfulness that that's mm-hmm. one way that they decided to make it not monotonous. Yep. I think that's really cool. So do you think was, they did the build themselves or like, I didn't actually look, I, I've never watched any of their stuff. Are they remaking the build or are they going to the person who's making it and doing the video with them, like with them getting the Curex vault or, you know, no, like, I, no, I, I didn't, I didn't actually look that hmm. far into it, but I would, I would assume they just found popular builds that are using items, you know, and then they remade them or no, I, no, you, I think they're just posting. Like it would be like them saying, Hey, this is Tyler's bone zombie build. And he's using this flask. That's a part of Curex flask as a part of his build. Check it out. Hmm. That, that's 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 my guess i don't copy other i don't play other people's builds i just like do my own so i don't look that much farther into it but i do love the collaboration i think that's really cool and uh i know there's going to be a lot of people left out but i think it's super exciting for the people that actually get to be featured on that mm-hmm. post how cool is that right really cool yeah yeah especially because then your name you know you get that like as a content creator you get that kind of extra push for returning players and people wanting to play your builds whether you do the same one or a new one next league and yeah it's pretty fun pretty fun and they uh they came out with um speaking of the vault pass the if you're using two weapons like if you're dual wielding the same weapon but you have of a, a unique skin a unique skin's not oh yeah unique weapon skin from one of the vault pass items they're now letting you duplicate that yeah that's really cool yeah especially I for stuff where you might be dual wielding them i like that yeah very, like very you cool. get one version for free which is great yep that's right and uh, I saw Thalon, he was helping me out while leveling, while I was making some terrible leveling decisions earlier in the league, and uh, he was playing Poisonous Concoction. Have you played Poisonous Concoction? No, it's one that's always interested me, but I've never done it. Yeah, for sure. Well, they came out with the the D-mon, I always want to say Dynamic. 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 But they, ca- came, they sure. came out with the Demonic Poisonous Concoction effect, so it's that cool red one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was That's a pretty really cool. slow week, but I, I enjoyed I I don't know. I really liked all the community stuff that they posted this week, and it was fun to look through, and there wasn't any uh, uh, anything skippable, but there was one well, cool thing. They also posted about some community podcasts that are out there, that which was, was fun. pretty cool of them. Thank you yep. for whoever did that. That's a lot of fun to, yeah, it was. to, see, to see yourselves I don't remember. Did up you tell me? Somewhere. I think you messaged me about it. I don't remember. I think it was you. Well, I felt like, bad. Hey, did you see their most recent post? I was like, what? Because they titled <laughs> them different this. this time. And so it was like, instead of calling it Class, they called it Tarkis Class. And so I felt bad oh, okay. and I want to bring it up to you right away because oh, they called it Wrecker of, oh, called yeah. it of Days, um, whatever we call it, Forever Exiled. Exiled. And so I just, yeah. I, I felt bad. So I didn't want to be like, you shouldn't yeah, feel look, bad. I'm so awesome. <laughs> you know, but there was no tags. And I know you don't care about that stuff, but uh, no, I don't. yeah, so I, but yeah, it was kind of cool. And we were cool able to be on there three times and. Yeah, it's nice. Yep. It was a lot of fun. It it's, definitely uh, drew a lot more attention to YouTube, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. But no, like how, how I was good. saying how it's got to be really cool for the people that are featured on the build, um, the vault pass marketing, those builds. It feels really cool when, uh, you know, it's something like this as well. So thanks to the it team. It's a great combo for, for us too, to be Ziz plus an episode plus BK. Yeah, so that was pretty neat. Yeah, it worked out really well for us. Yeah. So thanks to whoever cool. it was that put that together. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Ah, best news of the week, Justin. Okay. Console is up to date. Boo. Point one B. And actually, one thing that I thought was actually really cool, I just said actually about eight times in two sentences there, mm-hmm. is that we got two patches in one week. It was about three days apart. So they released point one as soon as it was available. And then two and a half days later, one B came out. 
they they didn't just delay the point one patch until B was ready. You know what I mean? For well, their some convenience of the, or some of the 1B stuff was related to the point one changes though. So that sure, kind sure. Of, some of them kind of make sense. Yep. But I appreciate that they just came and bang there. That one's out. Bang. That one's out. And there wasn't any delay. So mm-hmm. yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. There was nothing in the 1B that really, besides the fact that they add, that's where they added the uh, extra skin for the Kyrix vault. Nothing stood out. Well, there was one thing in the patch notes that I wanted to point out, and uh, it made me laugh. It made me laugh. In a good way. In a good way. Stackable items dropped from metamorphs will no longer drop multiple stacks of the same item. They instead collate into a single combined stack of the item. It's like they forgot to do that when they tried to make the change a while ago. Nothing else does that. It's like everything else wants to do that. Well, they've changed stuff to do that now, like strong boxes and stuff will drop combined groups together as much as they can. Uh, Right. But it's still like you can still get two stacks of times six with scrolls of wisdom, though. It's not just one. Sometimes the problem is now with mapping, you have modifiers that uh, duplicate currency and basic currency Mm -hmm. drops. And so those will always drop as two individual stacks versus together. It's so the whole thing is still dumb. We were talking about this actually last week with regards to D3. We've been talking about it for freaking ever. Just make it so when I pick one up, pick them all up. Yeah, either that or just have it in one stack, no matter what the sources are, no matter what the math is for the user, just one stack. If I wanted one, one, I would like 10. (laughs) So anyway, but that was that was cool. Looking forward to that being implemented from a user's perspective across the board. So but yeah, Mm -hmm. it was uh, that was that was neat. I like that one. And uh, on, on to merch, just um, it's too bad the merchandise from ExileCon that's still leftovers in mystery bags. I know it makes sense for them. Uh, like, I know it makes sense. It's way easier to sell it. Yeah. Well, like, I like some of that stuff, but I'm not spending a hundred bucks US for it. To guess. Yeah. What you're going to get. And mm-hmm. plus, I mean, but anyway, thank you very much because the, the hoodie that's no longer available is one of the things that you got for me. And I really appreciate it. I'm wearing the hat they displayed. So appreciate your generosity from when you went. but. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool to have that kind of stuff. Your celestial socks didn't make it. They're all worn out now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens. But, hey, did you go through the Q&A? They posted um, answers from the no. Q&A. I don't know if they'll do oh, a second one. this is the thing one, where but... they let people ask questions. Yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, cool. I did not. Is it uh, good? Uh, yeah, actually, it was interest- so interesting for me. None of my questions got answered. Thanks for nothing! Uh, mm-hmm. But it was actually... Interesting enough that I read almost every single one, even though some of them are with mechanics or specific items that I would not want. Like there was questions like, how does the Reaper minion decide which of the minions it'll eat if it's hungry? Is it random? Is there some kind of priority? Um, One of them in there was, can it eat phantasms? I always assumed phantasms weren't targetable. Mm -hmm. Can't really find decent information on that. So I never had phantasms with my Reaper, though I wanted it. But the answer was yes, the Reaper can eat phantasms. And hmm. so, yeah, so there was a lot of really good, but there was all, all the way across the board, there was some really cool stuff. And uh, some of the answers were actually quite short, which I liked. No, like, you know how sometimes like, <laughs> no, you can I'm get laughing at really... some of the answers. I'm just scrolling through it. Yeah. There's just some stuff in this game that's so silly. What's the radius of pro- profane bloom explosions? 22. All right. Great. <laughs> now now I know. I'm I'll, ready. <laughs> I'll compare that 22 to you know what would be cool on the screen. If they added just like a, yep. a toggleable UI thing in game that just put that circle that you used to see in, I think you can still see it actually in um, Path of Building. Yep. The, uh, just a little radius around you and That's right. then show me roughly grid. where those numbers or something. I think yep. that'd be kind of cool. It, it would make perfect sense where it just has all those circles, maybe even a grid so you can see, I don't know, whatever other information you could use. Toggle it on, toggle it off. Awesome. Can you imagine if one of the lines within the circle just shows nearby? You're like, okay, I know roughly where nearby is. I like that. Right. I think actually nearby is different depending on the item or the source of the nearby. But but that was a really good eye roll. You like, oh, eyes. no, that was really good. But so like imagine if it said something like nearby for, I don't know, what's that staff I like to use with the curses? No, don't make it difficult. They got to find a simple way because otherwise it won't ever happen. It's never going to happen anyway. But I'm just saying, or... I wonder if someone could just design a UI overlay 
like a third party one. Cause we, no, we know no, GG is not going to do it. No. GG not going to do it. They're not going to do it. So I would rather have the ability for somebody to give me some sort of third party overlay. Cause we know they're not going to. So I think make it available cool. for console. GGG. Nah, screw console. Uh, I mean, I love console people, but Good. Uh, yeah, I wonder where Daryl's at with his, with his playthrough. I talked to him. I asked him what he thought of the game. We have a buddy who picked it up and just started playing out of the blue. And he knows nothing and about the game. Nothing. Knows nothing. He actually, he messaged me with some questions uh, a couple days ago. So he said, I asked him what, like what I just was like, Hey, what's your overall, how are you finding POE? He says, pretty fun. Not totally sure. I know what I'm doing, but I'm level 30 ranger. Not overly difficult yet, which I was impressed with. A level 30 ranger. Ranger is not a super easy class to level. Mm -hmm. And he was level 30. So then he sent me a message and said, should ranger be going armor or evasion rating? Does it depend on how you spend your skill points? Um, so I told him that for where he is, it's a little bit easier to go evasion and spell suppression. He said, I thought so. I started going for highest armor. All the evasion stuff started to look better and better. So he seems to be having fun. And he's starting to click with it. Good. It. That's awesome. So yeah. I remember he was, when I was talking about it, he said he was going damage first, which. Yep. You I have mean, to. Good choice. Good choice mm -hmm. by chance. Yeah. No, that's really good. I'm really curious to see how it goes to see. I remember when your brother was playing, he didn't even know what Ascension was. Yeah, so he, he never passed the campaign right. and he just stayed at the base class. He didn't mm -hmm. figure that out. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. So you played POE this week. Yeah. I did. Yep. Yeah. We played did together you? on Monday too. Yeah. Yeah, we did. That was yeah, just a while ago. That was ago. your POE week. I, I, I only played with you. That was the only time I had for it. Uh, spent time with my family on the weekend. Um... Had an F1 night with the buds, an Elden Ring night last night, date night on Wednesday, played with you on Monday, and we're recording today. So that was that was it. But yeah, no, I, I played with you. I had a I had a good time playing with you, and I appreciate you playing at my pace. It's I think we were clearing some of your atlas here. stuff, weren't we? I think so. I don't yeah. actually remember the night at all. So I'm sure it was I had a to great turn off night. all my MTX. Oh, we did try that. We did try that. You can turn them back on. It doesn't make a big difference with I've those kept skills. them off so far. She forgot. We talking about it doesn't make a difference. It was way flashier with them on. You were you were being a baby no matter what. Our Monday nights have turned into baby Tyler. I don't choose. Nine o'clock yawn. We started at eight o'clock. By nine o'clock, he's like, I'm like, oh good, here we go. That that was Hour him in. pretending I'm yawning. Uh, yeah, I don't that's choose. About what it I didn't order like. my symptoms online. You know. You know what, Ty? You fight through it. Okay. <laughs> you fight okay. through it. <laughs> I'll I'll be sure to let that. I'll I'll be sure to. Nah, I screwed it up. Okay. Awesome comeback. But do that. But yeah, you mm -hmm. had a good time this week doing your I thing? Did. I did. I mean, I didn't play a ton, but I did do some mapping. I'm definitely hitting that spot. I, I, switched, my, I switched my Atlas tree up because I, I mentioned it last episode. I was just getting way too burned out trying to be super juicing everything. It was way too yeah. much work. I didn't enjoy it. So I switched over to Expedition. BK had mentioned Expedition, and it's actually a good idea. It's actually crazy what, when you take the Atlas passives for Expedition, just how many like bombs you get, the range that they, how big they are, how far away they can be. Like you can clear an entire Expedition and be overlapping when you're fully um, specced into it. Plus I have so many things, so I thought I may as well try and just reroll and see what I get. And it's great for the Pandemonium uh pandemonium sentinel so yeah i've i switched it up a little bit been playing that been still doing tower farming up the cards i did buy a headhunter just okay. because i had the currency and i really wanted to try it i don't like it you were right like the problem is i think headhunter definitely is great it's such a fun way to play the game but i would really have to plan around having a headhunter because i couldn't just throw it onto my character i just I, I, I lost too much with regards to resist because of how much I was counting on mage blood and flasks. And the thing is, headhunter is really, really fun if you're juicing stuff, going crazy, and you've planned around it. Mage blood is just simple. Yep. It's it, like there's no thinking to it. There's no. There's no changing. I don't have to plan around like, did I kill enough mobs to make? Because what I found with headhunter, and I've been playing with both, just trying them out. I have if I don't kill a reasonable amount of rares, it's actually not that great. I don't have a big benefit to it because I'm under capped and there's just, you get so much of the benefit from the multiple buffs from Headhunter. That's 20 seconds per buff, right? 60. 60 oh, now. right. The 20 was the old one. 
Yeah. So, I mean, once you get them, it's fine. But, uh, you know, like, so for, for example, playing expedition, when I, when I'm super juicing these expeditions, I'm waiting for all of them to trigger so that I can hit them with a pandemonium and the stalker sentinel and actually get the full benefit. Well, uh, a sentinel infused monster is much more difficult. And if I don't have any existing headhunter buffs, there were often times where I'd cyclone into the, the expedition and just go poof, just disappear because I didn't have anything ready. So I played around with trying to get, there are, there's a lot that I would have to change in my tree because I'm even still playing with the inspired learning section that I have because I was like, well, I don't really want to respect my whole tree right now because I wasn't sure I would like it. And headhunter is so much fun, but mage blood is just so easy. It's just such an easy way to play. I don't have to do anything. It's on, it's set. I get the benefit of my stuff. I might not be getting the crazy amounts of buffs you can get with Headhunter that last forever, but it... Uh, easier play stuff. Way easier. I, would ha I think I would have to either make something new or completely replan out. Not completely, that's, that's not true. Like probably 20 points roughly, replan out my tree and then certainly make up for the lost uh, resist because just again mage blood just makes it super super simple it's yeah. got to be one of the most powerful but simplest uniques that you can throw on so yeah i think yeah, it's, it was fun it's the new big i mean obviously it is a big chase item but i i i think that since it's conception it's a good it's a, incredible it's a for bossing. yeah you can't beat like it if you're bossing you never ever could beat it because you don't have to worry about charges on a flask you always have charges you always have flasks running like it's it's just incredibly strong it, it's probably my favorite way to play because it just it's thoughtless i don't have to be concerned about the flasks i'm getting very big benefit from the four flasks that are running so yeah i don't know i'm gonna hold on to the headhunter and see i'm still collecting the cards because i think it still would be fun to grind that out but i don't know i'm i kind of don't want to i'm I'm kind of thinking I might chill a little bit this week so I can go into the private league Smart. feeling a little bit refreshed yeah. and ready. And three I'm really excited for the private league. I think we'll have a, I think 319 is going to be great too and you don't want to be burned out for that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know that I, I don't think I ever look at future leagues and go like, this is going to be a good one because I've thought that before and it's been the opposite and I've thought the opposite and it's been great. So thought the opposite and it was the opposite. I don't. I don't think much about the future league. I always slow down towards the end of a league. I've just really, really, really had a ton of fun this league. And there's Good. nothing really else that I want to play game-wise. So, yeah. I, it, was, it was a fun week. I've, I still am farming. I'm doing towers right now for nurses. You can still get patients there too, but it's a little bit faster. And it's fun. Good. I, I, honestly, it is. It's very easy, especially with the mage blood, to just go roll and spin around and I don't have to do much and mm -hmm. I switch my filter up a little bit so I could play with the recombobulators and uh build some gear which I built a helmet which was fun so yeah good it's fun to explore some new things and playing around with the atlas way different than I normally would I've always skipped exhibition expedition um because it's way slower to stop but I've actually kind of enjoyed it a little bit except there's stupid modifiers in expedition there's some modifiers in there that are really dumb like the 20 if you have less than 20 percent life they kill it's they basically have calling strike if you have less than 20 percent health but that only counts towards life it doesn't count your es and i think that's dumb because that means a low life dies instantly which took me a while to figure out which was annoying yeah but that one instantly kills you and there are some modifiers in there i don't like so i just have to be a little bit aware and also if i get one that i can't crit because there's one where it's like monsters can't be crit or players can't crit uh, I've hit that by mistake before and been like, what the frick did I just do? Why can't I kill anything? So yeah, it's a good week though. I, I enjoyed good. playing. It was fun. I had a kind of a Eureka moment this week, which is crazy. Um, a lot of items are dropping, um, with the Atlas passive tree and all this kind of stuff. And just with how base types work, there's a lot of more items than I kind of want showing up one. Cause I'm not at the T 14, 15 stage yet when the, my filter really gets that strict. Um, cause that's when I, I think it's what T yeah. Once I hit the T 14s, then I'm only showing item levels 84 and higher. And, okay. uh, so I, I love that one. And, and I like that because that's where you're primarily trying to be is the, I mean, T 16s preferably, but 14, 15, 16, as you're going through the watchstones. 
Is that what they're called? No, what are they called? Void stones. Void stones. And yeah. uh, but anyway, I'm not there yet. So there's still too much showing. I haven't personalized my filter to get rid of all the stuff that I'm never going to consider. But so I was going through, and I'm actually hitting. Do we see? Do we say Z or Z in Canada? Z. Okay, so I'm hitting Z to reset the filter quite a lot because there's so many times I'm going with my controller to try and click on something and I can't reach it. And so then I'll reset the filter ZZ and then I'll go and find it and I can't do it again. I'm like, ah, so then I pick a couple other items up and I hit ZZ and then finally I can pick up that thing. And, uh, but one thing that I discovered, and I don't know how I never knew this, I've been doing filters for a long time, is that, you know, the beam that you can assign to items when they drop, you can have a temporary beam or a permanent beam. And it's just that beam of light that shines straight up out of the screen mm-hmm. that shows up even when you've hit Z. wait do we say z or Z? Z. Z. so that shows up even when your filter's turned off with Z, which is really cool okay. and i thought cool. how neat would it be to kind of do a filter around that so you know you could actually have all the items completely turned off and then only when you see a beam do you just quickly turn it on pick it up and move on and you have a crystal clear screen outside of that it's cool but isn't it kind of the same as just only seeing the it item? is but i thought that maybe if i played around with that idea i'd come up with something new that i haven't thought about yet but i, I like that cool. the clarity of that and it does have a lot less filter management within the filter itself as well you know what i mean you don't hmm. have to you could actually have a filter that's not as strict right and you're playing through but then you're like okay yeah so while you're making your filter the beam stuff is the stuff you really want but then you don't have to have a separate filter that you're making for that stage of the game turned off go through oh hey sweet you know i'm only looking for this base type Bing. there's your yellow beam so so yeah anyway it was a really cool thing to just discover that and see the bing 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 all these beams while i uh, started playing with Z pressed or hit but yeah hmm. so um couple weeks ago now i know this is kind of old news but it's not because we haven't really talked about it ourselves you and i but a couple weeks ago i was watching the microsoft showcase Mm -hmm. and i forget about all the different transactions they make i mean i'm aware of them but i'm you know i'm also i basically only play path of exile from software and dragon's dogma so you know i don't really care about microsoft showcases whatever games are coming out it'll probably show up on my newsfeed later so i don't really care but I was having a chores day and it was one of those days where, you know, I'm in the kitchen for a long time or I have like three loads of laundry to fold instead of one. So it was a good day. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, OK, fine. Put on the Microsoft showcase and Phil Spencer says, or I forget if it was Phil Spencer or someone else, but they say every game coming out, we're doing something different. And every game coming out is coming out within a year. Now, I don't know if he's trying to be fancy and it's like a year is 12 months or a year is from this point to the end of next year. But either way, 12 to 18 months away. And you know me, like uh, how many times have I brought out Fallout 4's announcement where it was like Fallout 4 is coming out and it's coming out in four months, not like three years away, like their new star RPG game or whatever it is. Like, I, I love that stuff. And so... Anyway, he's so that kind of like got me going. I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. And of course, there's they start off the showcase with a whole bunch of games that'll never interest me at all, but I'm sure they're great. And all of a sudden, they start showing Diablo. And I'm like, right, they bought it. They bought it. Okay, so what's going on? What's happening? They actually announced Diablo 4 as a world premiere at their showcase. Now, we already knew that was coming out, but now that it's on the showcase, you know it's coming out within the next 12 months, which is crazy absolutely crazy now that you heard about that i assume right like that diablo is coming out um did you Mm -hmm. did you watch that showcase i did not do you care at all about diablo 4 uh i mean i i will try diablo 4 i don't have anything necessarily against diablo i'm not one of those like super poe is all that is life and diablo is terrible i think blizzard is relatively garbage i think they're what they did with immortal was awful but i knew that when i played it in the beta uh so but i i love the diablo series i love diablo 2 to death loved it so to to be all of a sudden like i'll never touch it no that's nonsense of course i'm going to try diablo 4 Mm. all right uh i didn't expect it to be this quick but when I say I didn't expect it to be this quick, the more I think about that, I used to reference it to the idea of PoE 2. And this is going back to like ExileCon time when it was announced in the lead up where you kind of thought it was maybe a couple years away. 
So maybe it was more at that time that I didn't think Diablo 4 would be released before PoE 2, but maybe it's not actually that quick. I'm not sure. I mean, the thing is Blizzard has much more at their disposable that, disposal than GGG does for putting a game out. Um, I also, I don't, I don't know. I feel like Diablo can afford to put out a subpar product more than Grinding Gear games can. I think, I think the release of Diablo 4 is easier for Blizzard than PoE 2 will be for GGG. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think you're right on that one. They don't have I to nail it. think there's less riding. Yeah, they just, yeah, that's, yeah. They, they can lose, but not on quality, just on design yeah. stuff. For example, Diablo 3 kind of lost with the live auction house bit. In the beginning, yeah. Right, and some people loved it, some people hated it. I loved it, I made money. You, you, you definitely <laughs> repaid your game a few times over with that. Yep. But, uh, so there are some things, but I think Blizzard and Diablo, despite all the stuff that's going on with them politically, they can... They can get their people back. All it needs yep. is like one update and they'll get a whole bunch of the angry haters from the first time. Kind of like how POE works, right? You, you have yep. that bad league Each launch league. and then next league, all those people are back anyway. Um, what did you think about Diablo 4? Like, I'm excited for it. I will certainly try it. It's not some, I'm not some anti-Diablo. I don't like Blizzard in general, but I, right. I, I do like the Diablo franchise. So I got into Diablo. I never played Diablo 2. Um, and it was my wife with so sad. Well, I was always into Splinter Cell and sports games back then, I know. right? And actually, Armada. Remember Armada on the Dreamcast? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, mm -hmm. that was probably my very first RPG I ever played, and I loved you it. You would just have opened... loved Diablo two if you had gotten into oh, sure it back I then. Yeah. yeah, and so Armada was just one of those games you could go anywhere in space, do what you want, level up when you wanted. When you died, you had a huge penalty of losing all the stuff you were carrying it was crazy and that was on the dreamcast but ever since then it was all just splinter cell hitman or sports right like the stealth stuff my wife then introduced me to fallout 3 when we were dating or married or whatever it was it's all the same you know and uh and all of a sudden it was like boom armada but like not with dreamcast graphics it was amazing and it just, I, I hadn't been able to turn back. I've been an RPG fan for forever. And so my wife is obviously big into the same genre. And Diablo was really the only good co-op RPG that we could play on console. There was maybe one or two others, but they really weren't good. They didn't have the longevity. They didn't have longevity with their items. And so Aaron and I really got into Diablo 3. Started with the 360. But I really started to hate Blizzard. Because they would come out with Diablo 3 on the 360. But then they would come out with an expansion that you had to buy. And at that stage of gaming, you would, you know, that was typical. You would buy expansions, right? But then they would come out with an expansion that you had to buy if you wanted to keep getting your base game updated. So they would, have, they would, they would roadblock. You wouldn't get any more patches if you didn't have this expansion. And then they had at least one of those per. So we were rebuying and uh, Microsoft didn't have their sharing thing then. So we would actually be buying. Well, it wasn't. Oh, because it wasn't Microsoft then. Oh, you mean for Xbox? Right, 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 right. So we're buying the game and we buy the expansion. But then we buy the game again, technically, because that expansion that lets you keep updating the game is a lot more expensive than a normal upgrade. But then th the new console gets released. So then they have, OK, well, here's the exact same game, but with this. But then they come out with another update that's doing it. And so they were very greedy with how they went about. Like, we basically had to buy Diablo 3, I think it was four and a half times. Right. As opposed to just them being a thoughtful company. They were just very greedy the whole time. Come on, that's Blizzard, though. Sure. That was my like first that. experience with Blizzard, though. I wasn't playing right. WoW with you guys back in the day. So mm -hmm. I, they put a really sour taste in my mouth with how greedy that was. And then... Of course, Diablo 3 ended up having that Necromancer pack, which ended up being the exact same thing. But moving on from the 360 and then eventually to the Xbox One, it was just rebuying the same game over and over and over. And so they put a bitter taste in my mouth. But the thing that actually ended up outside of that really turning me off of Diablo at all was the theory crafting. It almost doesn't exist in Diablo 3. Right. It is. Get the greens. <laughs> it is, right. Get the, the, the items, it's all about item sets, which is the complete opposite of an item-based rpg for me and even the skills the, the i really didn't like how 
limiting all the skill options and the variations of each skill could be. I really found that there was one or two ways that I would play each class and that was it. And the game was monotonous because it didn't scratch any itches that I wanted in a loot-based RPG. I'd never played a loot-based RPG before besides Armada, right? Or Fallout or something like that. But this kept getting farther and farther away from the RPG elements and more just into action. Kind of like how Mass Effect went from a, a pretty decent shooting RPG to pure action and experience points almost meant nothing. So for me, a Diablo 4 announcement is I'm pretty apathetic to it. The only reason that I care for it is because I care about how it impacts Path of Exile in its way. I mean, one of the most okay. amazing things that Diablo or Blizzard announced with this is that it's coming out with cross-platform play. They specifically said mm -hmm. someone on the PC and someone on the Xbox can play together. Like, that blew my mind. I, I know that's becoming more popular. Did they but actually that, say that? Yeah, they did. It that flat it out said that it's cross-platform. And then in my head, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What, which one's cross-platform? Yeah, because sometimes it's like, right. that's right. And I know that Blizzard's already trying to trick you with like wording or something because of how they are. So I'm like, wait, does that mean I can play on my Xbox One and my Xbox used to be Series like an Xbox X? One. Right. That's right. And that's then right. I started thinking about like, okay, wait, is that cross... Cross-play? Yeah, like I what's think? going on? What's going on? Cause, I know. But then they actually flat out said the reference. You can play with your friends on Xbox and your friends on PC can play together. And I was like... Yep. <laughs> That blew my mind. Yep. It doesn't mean I'm still going to get the game. I mean, we probably will. I'm sure Aaron is going to want to try it. Mm -hmm. So that got me thinking, though, because of cross-platform play, now the game's coming out within a year. Chris Wilson says they know at GGG exactly how many leagues away they are from releasing Path of Exile 2. If we're reading too much of it into his comments or not, we still think it's a couple years away. But do mm -hmm. you think Grinding Gear Games cares about Diablo 4's timeline? Do you think well, that cares? Of course. Well, I think they. I, I mean, cares in the sense that they're aware of it. Uh, I. It certainly wouldn't have. I don't think it would have any impact at all on Poe two progression and. You timeline. don't think they try and rush it out? No, I think they would be silly to do that. Why would you want to compete with Diablo four? You. I mean, their what their best bet is to do is come up with a killer league at the time that Diablo four comes out, but do not bring Poe two out at the same time. Why would you want to compete? Yeah, you're way better to give people time in Diablo four. Hopefully have a similar experience to Diablo 3 and certainly towards Diablo Immortal. So maybe they're more, more likely to, yeah. you know, give PoE 2 out. But no, I, I, I think they care about it in the sense that they're aware and they need to be cognizant of the fact. My, what I would hope they do is just come out with a really good league close to the time that Diablo 4 comes out because it doesn't matter what GG does. People are going to go play Diablo 4. You can't, right? It's just not, Diablo is so on a whole level on its own because of Diablo 2. So people are going to go and try it, just like people are going to try PoE 2 when it comes out. It's just, that's just what it is. They're going to try it. Whether they're fanboys or not, they're going to try it. So I think well, PoE 2 will have a big benefit of being free, but I, I, yeah, I, people are going to go and play Diablo 4. So I would say hopefully the timeline lines up really well for them to shortly after a league launch or uh, sorry, shortly after Diablo 4 comes out, a good, great league comes out for Path of Exile. But I don't think PoE 2 is going to be anywhere near competing with it. And I think it would be crazy for them to try to, because yeah. you, why would you want to compete with a, a league or a, sorry, a game launch of such a big, sure, big game. And you got to be careful what you're releasing to coincide with Diablo 4 in terms of the mechanics that you're implementing into the new league, right? Like, sure, a league idea for, you know, whether it's something like Sentinel or something like that. But if you're actually looking to implement something that's, you're testing, you, you got to be very careful about that based on the amount of numbers that you're playing. But I totally agree with you. I was going to say the same thing. You got to give it like a six month buffer. Don't come out first, come out second, give it two leagues. People will burn out. That's, that's exactly what Diablo is. Like it's when you're, well, farming, you're not going to stop people from playing it. It doesn't matter how good PoE 2 yep. is. People are going to play it. It's, it's the that's same right. both ways. Yep. It, it, people that are, are, have played the franchise really enjoy, even if it is only since Diablo three, they are, they're going to try it. It's, it's, uh, yeah. there's big expectation on it. I mean, it doesn't look great. It literally looks like an upgrade to, to Diablo three from the videos I remember seeing besides the fact that they've added a tree. Yeah. Um, I'm sure path of exile I, will be that too. That's just it. what the these games look like, especially for people who have played it as much as we have, it's going to be very similar. So 
I, 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 I will play it. I'm not, I don't really care about its timeline and I hope neither does GGG. I hope they're just cognizant of the fact of what it is and, you know, they may make some adjustments. I don't think they will though at all. Like with regards to even league launches or what comes out when, I just yeah. don't. Yeah. One thing that really kind of stood out to me was the Blizzard individual talking about, um, it seemed really small. The things that they were trying to advertise were very similar. And then when they would go back to a list, they would have like a list of three and then keep saying and more. And it's going to be great. Okay. Or when they were advertising PVP, it was like, yeah, you can, you know, attack that this a big person thing in D3. I don't think so. I, I never played PVP. No. Maybe it was maybe for other people it was. And so now I know that's a big thing with Immortal. Yeah. I know a lot of people talk about it for Immortal. So maybe maybe Diablo three was big on PVP. I never did it, though. Yeah. I actually don't think this game's going to be that big outside of the open world. Like, I don't think the scope of the game is going to be big outside of the world element because, like, they were talking about, and in PvP, you can damage, you know, other users, but be careful because you can take damage too. And Aaron and I were watching it together and we're like, yeah, that, that's PvP, right? That is PvP. Like, that's like, like PvP from 30. Yeah, that's, <laughs> isn't that how it's always worked? And so they're kind of like trying to hype stuff up that doesn't exist. Like, the guy's even talking about, and, we're implementing new legendary sets to mix things up. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's all you got, huh? All right, okay, mm. wow, I see people burning out very quickly. I hope you have, I mean, for their sake, some sort of add-on that I'm not going to buy that's going to spice things up. But yeah, so I think that that game's going to die out. That, not right away, just because it's such a largely hyped game, but I don't think they're going to last unless they have a very well-planned update system coming up following so i think I don't like know enough a, about it to be able to have any thought on that because I, I haven't paid any attention to it mm -hmm. at all gotcha now how about this question here we were talking about whether ggs care about diablo 4 do you think that the games i know they're the, technically the same genre but do you think that they're so different within the genre that outside of diablo 4's release stealing ggg numbers right player base do you see I don't know how to word this. Let me let me say it in a, set, in a statement instead. To me, despite the fact that Diablo 4 and Path of Exile 2 are competitors because they're in the same very general genre of an ARPG, ARPG. I don't find them similar at all. Like if I'm a loot-based gamer, I'm not playing Diablo. If I love theory crafting, I'm not playing Diablo. I play Diablo if I'm the kind of player where I want easy theory crafting and i know that they're okay well this is these are the items i'm looking for and that's it like you know you don't want to actually scour every item to me they focus on very i know they're going to share some player bases but i think they focus on very different passions of arpgs like i i i'm even hesitant to call diablo 3 an arpg because of how simplified it is oh it is an arpg though yeah it's to me, it's barely an RPG. Like you, you can choose between some skills. You can change them in this way a little bit, and that's it. Oh, and you're looking for one of three item sets. Have fun. Like that to me is almost just an action game with very little RPG elements. So to me, they're so different of games. I know from a marketing standpoint, GGG has to think of them as competitors, but to me. It's almost like they're going in such different directions in RPG land that, I don't know, maybe one day they're actually not going to be sharing numbers. Uh, I don't, is it, I'm not sure there's much of a question. I'm not sure I totally agree. I think they are definitely very much in the same genre. And I think there's very few games within that genre. And I think most of those games have found different ways to do different things. But uh, I mean, Diablo is a great loot based game if that's you're just focused on i want to pick up the items and i know what i need to grab because there's there isn't any theory crafting to that it's very very simple so some people do like that some people mm -hmm. want the simplicity of that and if you're coming from i'm not sure i don't know how many people go from path of exile to diablo i feel like it's probably typically the other you way want around something more complicated and so you go to path yeah, of exile the problem is sometimes path of exile takes that way too far and totally. with very little information. So I don't know. I, I think they're always going to share some form of a player base. And I, it's fun to watch them. I, I like seeing that one pushes the other to do something new, I think. Yeah, good point. I think it's good for there being competition in the area. And it, it makes people be less stale. And 
there are things I want to see changed in Path of Exile. So my hope is that when you have games like Last Epoch and Diablo 4 and games that are coming out strong that people want to play, that it, it helps them to maybe reevaluate or consider some things a little bit differently than they have in the past. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think my point was like there's going to be that shared player base, but then there's the diehards where they either really want simple or they really want complicated. And I guess I was thinking of those players if they're going to swap, it's going to be a very temporary swap, and then they go back to their own game. I would bet there's a very, very high percentage of players that have played both games. Like, very, very high. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine there's very many people who have only played one or the other. True. Especially from PoE. I can see there being people who have only played Diablo and never got into PoE, maybe never heard of it, never just whatever, it scared them with the tree. But I would bet you a huge majority of the people who play Path of Exile at some point played some form of Diablo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Curious to see what those, like there's going to be a whole bunch of people that play Path of Exile. They're going to try Diablo 4, of course. I'm curious to see how long they play it for. Like if you were to interview them or see their Steam or whatever time counter on that game, I'm curious to see like, is there a long-term thing? Do they swap back and forth for the entire league? You know, I, I see it as like, they try it out. That's great. They crushed it with a couple characters. They put in 150 hours and that's that. I yeah, kind of see it as like a temporary attempt at, oh, let's check it out. Okay, back to PoE. One of the benefits Diablo is going to have is that you're making it more accessible, though, to play with friends if you're going to introduce cross-platform. Oh. We've talked about this with other games and with like even sports games and the racing game stuff we want to play. I think games that can make cross-platform work are going to be much more successful because consoles are stronger, consoles are cheaper, and there still is a, a group of people like myself who much prefer to play on PC. So being able to allow those groups to intermingle and play together is huge for Diablo. I think that's such a big benefit. So it's very smart. I'm not sure that you'll ever see that in Path of Exile, but I, I do think that's a massive, massive benefit for them. I really hope they do do that, even though their console numbers might be small. I mean, Blizzard's doing it, of course. They're huge. But Electronic Arts is doing it, and they're like the cheapest and worst company that's ever existed on the planet. And they're doing it like we're going to be able to play Formula One together this year. You with your PC snobs and us as our console snobs, we're actually going to be able to be friends. And so it would be really cool if they did that. Um, it would be quite disappointing if, despite the fact that there was that and and i know there's complications with okay well you bought these mtx on this platform and these mtx on this platform but i i really hope they make it work did did diablo say anything about that cross cross platform actually counting towards sony because i can see them doing it between pc and xbox but i'm actually curious if sony was involved in that cross platform sony's always been ever since phil spencer took over at xbox he's been cross-platform go he's always been willing and in multiple interviews in reference to other games um he's like yeah if sony wants it we're in right and i remember rocket league being one of the first games to I really think you have break to be careful sometimes dome. though with what a ceo will say oh, to the public oh, sure. versus what's actually true because sure. sometimes they're very full of shit sure uh, d- d- most definitely but there are a lot of Microsoft, but again, and Microsoft is very PC, right? I mean, it's Microsoft, but there are a lot of Microsoft PC crossplay, and it is different when Microsoft actually owns Blizzard. So they're obviously going to focus on that and have the technology there and available with them. So we'll see. What, Justin? This is what happens. I, I talk up. and Justin starts typing. No, you start talking about something. So I wanted to look it up. Yep. I hate, I absolutely effing hate when games do not make them playable offline and Diablo 4 is not going to be available offline and I think that is the dumbest bullshit when it comes to making a game I seriously hate that stuff why Path of to require me to be connected only. to the internet I don't like it I just don't like it why I hate when you for what's the reason to force me to play it off off online I just don't like that I don't see Path of Exile like some of these big AAA companies I, it, 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 I don't like any game making it that you cannot play it offline. I don't like it. If I want to go on a vacation and I don't want to be connected to the internet. Also, I paid for the fucking game. I didn't pay for Path of Exile. It's a free game. Again, I don't like it. I don't like that it's online only, but I didn't pay for it. I paid to play a game and you're not going to let me play it if I want to play it on a console when I go away somewhere unless I'm online. I just don't like that stuff. Yeah. Hmm. It says cross-platform and cross-progression for all platforms. Right, so I could play on my Xbox 
and then pick it up on my PC and I'm still have the same character. But it says all yeah, platforms. No, I, yeah, I was just it does. It says the game which won't be playable off which won't be playable offline was originally announced in 2019 for PC, Xbox and PS4. It's now coming to PS5, Xbox Series XS with cross play and cross progression for all platforms. Ooh, that is a sexy comment there, eh? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. Yeah, I really, yeah. I really, really hope GGG finds it in their best interest for whatever marketing strategy they have and numbers that they look at. I really hope they do. Uh, oh, that would just be so wonderful to be. Uh, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. Mm. Hopefully it's not something like come, GGG gets left in the dust as the only game that we play that doesn't do cross-platform. You know what I mean? It, it does seem to be, you know, a snowball you push down the hill that's picking up some speed. A lot of companies seem to be doing it. Hopefully, it I think some of those big companies will have a big benefit in their size of uh, company and how big they are. I, yeah, I think oh, that's definitely. probably a really big struggle for indie. I mean, granted, Grinding Your Games is much bigger than a normal indie company, but they still aren't a AAA title. No, company. So you don't think so? No, I don't. Mm. Anyway, it'll be fun to see. We'll see what happens. I think uh, we need to wrap this up, though. Sounds good. Don't forget uh, about our private league. If you're interested in playing, it's going to be starting July 1st. This has been Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. Episode 142. Thanks for joining us. Patrons, we'll catch you in After Dark. Everybody else will see you in 143 next week. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. we got a website, foreverxl.com. Twitter, we're on foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord community, which you can find the link for. And any ways to support the podcast, as well as our Patreon is down below or on our website. See you next week. It's quarter to 11. I gotta go check on my daughter and make sure she's still breathing.